I'm Mike. And I'm Adam. And this is Stuff and Waffle. Two friends talking about stuff, and often as not, waffling with frequent reference to Bond cars. Um, this episode marks a bit of a landmark for us. We've been doing this a year now. Hard to believe, isn't it? It, it it's is. hard to believe. It, it, what a year it's been. Uh, yeah, I mean, outside of podcast world, my goodness me, that can do one. Oh, it, it's all gone horribly wrong, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, do, I remember saying to you at the time when, I remember when January of 2021 started and we were all like getting geared up and getting ready for the kids to go back to school. I think even your small person went, actually went for a day. He did. Yes, he went back for a day and then um, Boris went on television and that was that. That was that. Yeah, and for another uh, three months or something. Yeah. That was it. And um, I'd, I'd embarked on dry January. That lasted until the 4th of January. Yeah, we were, we were going to uh, by eight o'clock. Uh, that first evening when Boris came on television, we were we were busting one open. Yes, that's it. Yes, I got uh, Kaylee handed me a beer before his speech was done. With she, she was very adamant <laughs> that I was not going to be dry having a lockdown announced. Um, no. However, it did spur us on to actually pull our finger out and and do a podcast, even though we, we'd been threatening to for a while, but we actually well, did. we'd been having sort of a once a week chat hadn't we outside of any sort of working content that we had we mm. were having a sort of and and we thought well we should let's just record it and see what it sounds like oh, and it's um, gold yeah we thought yeah. no we gotta put this out <laughs> yes and as it turns out there are people that listen so amazing, thanks awfully it? for that yeah, very <laughs> grateful for to, to everyone that, that listens to this rubbish i mean this carefully curated conversations exactly. um, it's yes, uh, yes I, yeah it's 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 very gratifying that people seem to like what we're doing yeah yes. we've we've done that we've got i've got gigabytes of hard drive space eaten up by recordings and some of the stuff that's never made it out as well that eats up hard drive space one day um, I'll do an outtakes. You need to do an outtakes clips show, I think. Yes, because there's some there's some corkers in there. Oh, there's some there's some right old cock ups. Oh yeah, some of the abandoned intros and all sorts of stuff. all sorts of all sorts of utter drivel. But oh, it, it'll uh, you, you're not going to learn anything, but you'll have a laugh at our expense. No, I think so. Yeah, and you may even learn some new words. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yep, and there, there'll be some noises to accompany the words. It's 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 all it's something for everyone. There's, yeah, a bit it's, of it's, um, yeah. family there. Properly edited, uh, it could uh, resemble a trip to the zoo. Oh God, yeah, it really could. <laughs> Pops, bangs, and whistles. How lovely! And then there was your night on the whiskey. But I think the less said about that, the better. Oh dear. Yeah, I still blame COVID. Yes, I know you do. <laughs> uh, that. that. Good. Like you say, less said the better. My goodness me. Mm, that no. part passed. Yep. <laughs> the wheels came off of the wagon. It really did. <laughs> oh, my goodness me. Right, don't dwell oh. on that. Still, no, no, moving on. It haunts me slightly. You <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, only lost. the bits I can remember. Um, oh, uh, yeah. Four <laughs> sodding points. <laughs> Not too drunk to we'll have another go. 62 to 58. We'll have another go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. 
right lovely stuff however it is fitting that this is our uh anniversary episode because a momentous event has occurred has it got it has we bought a car when you say we not me and you no, no, I sorry. I don't remember that happening at all. I, sh- I should be clear. Not, not you and me. No, uh, myself and my and my good lady. Um, right. Purchased a vehicle. You've purchased um, a vehicle. Not uh, um, right. So, before we get too far into this, mm. um, what <laughs> what we did was is we did uh, we've done a couple <laughs> of episodes following the sale of your car. And, yes, the sale uh, of my Tesla Model S, for those right. that don't remember. Yeah, that is we correct. did an episode of What Should I Get Next? Yeah, uh, and yeah we, we did. And that, that didn't occur. So what, what we did subsequently, and you will have already heard, assuming you're listening to these in order, um, yeah. uh, is that uh, you did another list because circumstances has slightly changed. Circumstances are, are dynamic. Uh, yeah, yeah, very right. fluid. Fluid. Yeah. Yes, we go with the flow here. Yes. 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 So, <laughs> um, first of all, then, was it a car off the list we discussed? No. Is it- um. <laughs> good, good. I'm glad we spent the time going through those. <laughs> no, but it is sort of close to one. Sort of close. Go on, then. In a, in a way. Um, in a way, so we, what we were looking for was practical we ended debut, up, really, wasn't it? Yeah, and we, and and I left it with instructing you how to deal with the situation. You did. You were very clear. Um, yes. But what you're saying to me is you've not bought a Mark One Focus. We have not bought a Mark One Focus. Ah, oh, tit. But well, not yet. Okay. So this see the Mark One Focus. It was either going to be my car or the, you know, the the family car. If like my car tends to be the family car, uh, uh, yeah. much as yeah, much yeah. as it is for your good self. Yeah. Um, but this particular purchase is uh, how you would put it: uh, the lady car. Um, this, uh, is, yes. this is specifically my good lady's car, right. not mine. Okay, that, um, that sounds very similar to the dynamic we've got going on here. Yeah, very. It is. It is very similar. Yes, and, and uh, yes, not dissimilar uh, requirements at all. So we haven't bought a Mark One Focus, but we have bought a Mark One Ford Puma. Oh, oh. so very, very same era. You know, from from yeah, uh, the yeah, same manufacturer. Still um, a glorious blue oval on the front. Of still that. a glorious blue oval on the front. Still part of their funky new edge design language, that which the Focus and the Mondeo and the Cougar and that whole range of vehicles they did at that time. Um, I must say, while you mentioned the name of it, I've driven a Cougar and I hated it. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I have had a little look. Uh, this is a slight tangent. Mm. I have had a little look at Cougars because I thought, oh, well, if we're going to have a Puma in the household, would it be nice to have its sort of big sister? But then I looked at them and thought, uh, no. Um, Correct decision. Uh, it, was, it was, considering it was basically a, a Mondeo underneath, really. It's based on the Mondeo, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, it just, it felt awful. It just didn't feel as... As good they as didn't, Mondeo did. It wasn't a terribly successful 
vehicle for Ford. Um, And there are hardly any for sale, to be fair. Well, it was Um, hardly, in the grand scheme of things, hardly any bought originally, really. No, exactly. It would be tough to find one. Mm. Um, There's the odd one around that looks half decent, but um, it would be... It would be difficult to find one, and um, I it's not really my sort of car. I just briefly considered it because I thought, well, if I've got a Puma, it'd be kind of fun to have a Cougar as well. I can follow um, the logic, yeah. Yeah, thought having both of those on the driveway would be kind of, you know, kind of funky, but, but uh, no. no, the idea didn't last long, so don't worry. <laughs> Good. Right. Let's just, I mean, let's just clear it up now and make sure that you've bought the Puma with the 1.7 engine. It is indeed the 1.7. What we've got um is is quite rare. So it's uh it's a 2002. It's a March 2002 Mark 1 Puma. So it's a really late one. Yeah, that's um, late nice. Really late. They stopped making the Puma in July of that year and this one right. is from March. So yep. it's from the last few months of production. Mhm. Um, and it is the Thunder Special Edition that they did, um, which means it gets a few a few extra tasty options. That it gets they... a few few tasty options. It uh, my right in thinking they all came with leather. And... They all came with the full leather interior, and only um, available in silver and grey. I believe only available in silver, silver or grey. Ours is in the grey, the Magnum. Gray, uh, which, which is very uh, that's good because they while they were only available in silver or gray, the silver was actually a standard color. Yes, the 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 gray was the extra, wasn't that's it? It was right, the option, yeah. yes. So ours is the gray, it's got the correct uh wheels that were specific to the Thunder. Um, mm-hmm. they're very reminiscent of the Focus ST wheels that they were doing at the time, they're a little bit smaller. Um, but they're that sort of design, so it's got the correct wheels. Uh, as you say, full leather interior. It has a 6-CD changer, which, again, was standard on the Thunder. Um, right. And it has traction control, which I believe no other Puma ever had. Oh. Um, sadly, I can't find a button to turn it off. Um, okay. Is it particularly so... intrusive? Well, we haven't we haven't had much of a hoon yet. Um, as of recording, we only got it this morning. Right. <laughs> we haven't had a. We haven't. We haven't fully explored its abilities yet. We have been driving um, Phil's Puma, which he very kindly loaned us for this brief period when we were. It's sort of a couple of weeks when we were between, between vehicles. vehicles yeah. um, his his isn't a Thunder. His is a black, and his is a couple of years older. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I mean, obviously, basically the same thing. His is also the 1.7, but um, obviously not being our car, um, we, we don't like to take the hooning too far. <laughs> no, 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 I can, I can see that. No, that's absolutely fine. So yeah, you've, yeah, you've got yourself a little treat there. I think we've got ourselves a little treat there, but it's, it's, it's even better than that. This particular one, it is in really really good condition i'm not going to use the word mint because that gets a bit overused these days it's still at the end of the day a 20 year old ford um but given how pumas rust this one has got hardly any it's been really carefully looked after i think it's been i think it's been garaged it certainly looks like that 
there's a couple of little patches on it here and there but that is about it it's i think from what i can tell from my initial inspection it's been under sealed um ah, very handy which helps an enormous amount it's lived its most of its life down the south coast it was bought brand new in pool in dorset mm-hmm. um uh by a couple who um, had it serviced at the main ford dealer that they bought it from i've got a great stack of of invoices and receipts with it full service history it's got every stamp in the book yeah it's it's in really good nick it's really really tidy but for a car that's 20 years old it's only done forty-two thousand miles which is just well unbelievable that's Um, happy days really isn't it it's happy days um so full service history. It's got a brand new set of uh, decent tires on it, Kumo tires okay. um, that have literally only got a few hundred miles on them. It's just been serviced. Um, yeah, it's it's the one you'd want. Um, we're really lucky. And I just the first search I had after we had decided to get one, it was the second one on the list, and I just. I just knew. I just, you know, you get that. You just know, don't you? You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you just know. And I thought, this is the one. This is too good to pass up. It was a really good price. There is a reason, and this is something I've not told you. There is a reason that one this good was within budget because we have stayed within the budget that we were talking at uh, on this last episode. Right, okay. We haven't bought the. We haven't bought quite the car we decided on. Um, but we have money. stayed within the budget. We have stayed within the budget, and there is a reason that we're able to get one this good and this rare within budget. Um, on, but it's a bit of a stupid reason. Um, <laughs> it was many, many moons ago. Uh, it was written off. Oh, interesting. But it was a financial write-off, not a structural one. It's never been in a crash. Um, we've got all the documentation for this as corroborated by the dealer, but we've got all the paperwork that bears this out. What happened was um, the lady that whose car it was, because it looks like it was a second car for the wife. Yeah. Um, that looks to have been the setup. Um, she uh, scraped it against the gatepost one day. And because it needed a bit of paintwork on the passenger side, and it was in that period when Pumas were just worth nothing. Yeah. Um, the insurance company just wrote it off because it needed it needed a couple of days in a body shop to respray the passenger oh, door, and that was it. Oh, that was it. They wrote it off. Oh, that's um, not worth losing sleep over, is it? Not at all. Um, so the husband, uh, I mean, why you would claim on insurance for something like that, I'm not sure, but because it it cost him money and it devalued the car. Mm, um, that probably however, escalated at that point. Yeah. Then. So quite why you would, that. why you would go through insurance for a, a scratch on your passenger door i'm not sure but anyway Mm. he did they wrote it off he bought it off them and had it repaired and put it back on the road and that's that's it so it's never been in a crash but it does have a write-off on its history so consequently i reckon it's at least a couple of grand less than it would have been worth that's an excellent find isn't it and it's worth doing the research on that isn't it exactly and that that is sort of an interesting point to touch on actually that is a car with a write-off in its history worth considering? Well, if you do your research and find out exactly what that means, and certainly if it's a, 
um, a cat D rather than a cat S because um, they've changed all the oh, changed all, all the letters, all which the makes letters, it really yeah. brilliant. Yeah, um, as long as it's a financial write-off, I think. Yeah, why not? I mean, you could you could really benefit from it um, as well, we have here. Have, it's yeah. A, yeah, it's a car that we would not have. You know, one of these in this condition. I think would have been at least would have been at least four and a half, if not five grand. And they are out there, um, you know, in in really, really cared for condition for that money. But because it's got a write off on its history, that's it's it. less than it's yeah. less than half that. So I think we've um, we've done all right with that. Mm. And and my good lady absolutely loves it. Excellent. Um, in fact, she says it's the best car she's ever had. Wow, which uh, is uh, is quite something. Um, we 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 might go through her car history in a minute, because um, uh, uh, she didn't want to, but but I I I can. <laughs> so, <laughs> You've been granted permission to go through that. I have. Okay. But there we are. So we have uh, we have a new car on the driveway, um, which is the first time that's happened in in the twelve months that we've been recording this. That is. I mean, that's the first time we had a new car on your driveway for some years as well uh yeah well the tesla was the last one in 2017 that was the last time um we had a new car that obviously actually was a brand new car on the driveway that's um, right yeah no yeah. that so uh, yeah you've got the new newest addition to the stuff and waffle fleet there i did there we are and what an addition it is, is. very it's a very stuff and waffle car i think that is yeah i'm looking forward to seeing it in person right, oh yeah. that won't be long yes nope, nope. oh long. my oh really good choice i mean nowhere near what you were after but very good not what we were after but also not a million miles away i mean it's it's the sort of age of mark one focus we were looking at it's from the same you know range of cars um but mm. uh there are some focus bits in it <laughs> but this um... is true yeah i mean it's just it's just a good car though i mean and and that yeah. engine as well oh the 1.7 litre Yamaha developed engine is a real, real peach, isn't it? Yeah, mm. I mean they are such good fun to drive. Um, yeah, we've we've really, I mean we've we've loved Phil's, and you know, shout out to Phil for for kindly loaning it to us, and that's that's what's done it really. Because I was thinking it's difficult when I'm trying to think of you know cars that might work. It's very difficult to get. An extended test drive of a used car. Um, yeah, it doesn't really work. It's not. A it thing. doesn't really work. New cars, you can often arrange that. You can have them for twenty four hours or whatever. Lots of dealers will will do that now. Mm. Um, but a an older car, it's really difficult to give it a get one and give it a proper good go unless you know someone who's got one and they're willing to lend it to you. Which yeah, yeah. Um, which in this but instance, I, you nailed it. In, we've nailed it, and um, but I would never have considered. Uh, a puma um for for dawn it just never entered my head um because she's had sporty hatchbacks before um and and always liked them um but the, yeah this one apparently beats them all which is interesting because it's i don't i wouldn't say it was complete it was never marketed solely as a sports car or anything like that no, they did lean quite heavily on it being a good driver's car. Um, mm -hmm. That was, you know, that was in in Ford's advertising, and certainly if you look at the 
Top Gear reviews of the time. It was Top Gear's Car of the Year in 1997. In fact, they very much um, emphasised the 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 driver's car aspect of it. But yeah, it, not an out and out sports car. No, no, no. It was no. It, it, but you're right. It is a driver's car. Um, I, 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 I've not driven Phil's current Puma, but I drove his previous one, and mm. I, I'd borrowed it a few times as well, and it. It, you can just chuck it at corners, and it just it it just goes. Yeah, it puts me in mind of the the mini um, because you know the very very stable wheels right in the corners, um, and uh, it's a little go kart. It really is. I mean, I'd have to say it's got the mini beat ever slightly. I mean, it's not only has it got the bigger engine, yeah. it's got less weight. Yeah, I agree. They um, only they only just. I mean, really only just nudge over a ton. Yeah. In, it's in a beautiful, it's really... beautifully, beautifully put together package. Mm. Yeah, but yes. as I said earlier, um, as we've said before on this podcast, it comes from that era where Ford were really on it. Mm. They were producing some cracking stuff in that era. <laughs> That's it. If you wanted, I mean, anything you could have had a Puma, a Focus, a Fiesta, a Mondeo. They all were just good cars. Yeah, they were. You'd be a safe bet with any of them, wouldn't you? Yeah, you really would. Well, and they were cashing in because you think, I mean, I, I don't want to become the politics podcast, but um, <laughs> with, with New Labour at the time and Mondeo Man. and Yes, there you go. Tony Blair was his line, wasn't it? Tony yep. Blair was specifically targeting who he called Mondeo Man. <laughs> That's so right. right. Yeah, indeed. Mm. Not Vectra Man. No. Um, <laughs> no, because you will fall asleep when talking. You will. You will. Yeah. Bad. Um, oh, have you so seen the detail on my wing mirror? Um, yeah, that's the best that part. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the best bit. Yes. Oh dear, I'm not sure it's worth it. So, um, yeah, there we are. There well we done, are. Yeah. We have a we have a low mileage, um, really good condition, rare Mark One Ford Puma, and right. I'm I'm absolutely delighted. After I've got my goings on of the weekend out of the way, I'll be round next week. You absolutely should. Yes, yes you need to. You need to park yourself in this. Yes, I will. Don't you worry. Yes, I think we've. I think we've done all right there. Good. Good dealer as well. I have to say they were. They were really good to deal with. Never dealt with them before. Mm-hmm. Um, but nice. um, that helps. yes, right. um, Janine Doyle cars in Taunton. Very very good. Okay, so not not a million miles away then. No, not at all. Not at all. No exclusive little dealership. You know, by appointment only, and you know, only a few cars. But you know, know what they've got, and yeah, really good to deal with. Um, had no no bother with them at all. And, no, it's like, I like that sort of thing. It's a bit yes. like the guy I bought the um, Volvo off. He only ever keeps three or four cars in stock, just ones that you'll know he'll turn yes. around quickly. Yeah. And yeah, just he was he was good good chap to deal with. There's a dealer very much like that that I bought my Jaguar X Type from, so you can never know. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that was a quality product you bought there. Nothing, none of the inner workings fell off or anything. No, it didn't cost as much to fix as I paid to buy no. it or anything. It was fine, but let's not get into that. That's been no. covered in great detail. Before. No, we've already laughed at you for that many times. We have covered that in great detail. Um, right, where we need to go from here then is your good lady has said this is the best car she's ever owned. 
She has said that, yes. Uh, and I've driven a Puma, and mm-hmm. I'm not going to knock the fact that they are brilliant to drive, but yes. I I know some of the cars she's owned previously. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then ordinarily not snubbed so indeed it's uh it's a bold statement isn't it it's a bold statement well shall we take it in reverse order with the we've, we've got six cars that she six has cars so we know what's number one we know what's number one the ford puma we mustn't discount that it's very easy for the car you currently have to be your favorite and for you to reevaluate things later on. <laughs> this is this is true. That's fine. I I tell you what then, because we know number one, let's work our way back to worst car then. Let's let's go let's do Okay, work our yeah. way back to worst work. car. Okay. Because yeah. I'm very intrigued to know. So what's... the car in the number two spot mm-hmm. um is her and let me get the year right, it was a 2001 mm-hmm. um, uh, yes a 2001 uh, Renault Sport Clio okay now that car is no slouch either um, as we know um, and she she's always because we were together um, when that car was sold um, and She's always partly regretted getting rid of it. Um, it did suffer quite a major mechanical fault shortly after we sold it. So, um, the the head gasket went on it. Oops. Um, yeah, so um, we kind of just got rid of it in time. But so that um, so if she got a, 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 a clear Renault Sport. So that would have been. You said 2001, did you say? 2001, yeah. Was that um, was that a phase one or a phase two? It was, it was a phase, phase. It was a phase one. It's a pre, just ever so slightly pre facelift because pre facelift. The facelift right. was it actually was the, in 2001. So it's a one seven two. Okay. That was the changeover year. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. The changeover. Yes, it was the original shape. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not original shape, Cleo, but the yeah, the previous one. Yes. That's it. It was, a, it was actually, I think it was the Mark II Clio, but the yes. first time it had been made Renault Sport. Correct. Yeah. That one. The one that doesn't have the, the twin grills on the front. It's just got the wraparound bonnet. Right, yeah. I think, yeah. That I think, one. Yeah. Uh, which she actually bought um, brand new. Um, her and her then partner um, bought it together uh, brand new. So she had basically had that car from new. Um, it had done 130,000 miles um, and was still in really good nick because she lived in the southeast in those days and it was mainly motorway while miles commuting. So, you know, it, basically that 130,000 miles was spent going round and round the M25. <laughs> Oh, wow. so, <laughs> really exploring the limits of grip there. Oh yeah, pushing pushing it to the edge there. Mm. Yes, indeed. Um, but that has always been her favourite car, and has always been. And we were we were looking at those to buy another one. Although finding a pre facelift now is a tall order. Yeah, um, they, they weren't made like in massive numbers for 
from Renault Sport. Well, I've, rust I found an issue as well. Yes, that as well. Well, I mean, all cars of that era have rust issues, don't they? Let's be honest. That we shouldn't single out any particular manufacturer for that. They they, they all had that problem then. Um, mm. But the uh, yeah, I went looking for a pre facelift one, um, and I found one. <laughs> That's ridiculous, isn't it? I mean, and it was absolutely mint. It had done about 12,000 miles, and it was nearly seven grand. Wow. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, mean it, it, those yeah. cars, they have to be commended for that engine they had as well. Mm. Because that it was the, the two-liter 16-valve um, with the variable valve timing. Um, it had... I don't know why I retained this bollocks. But for instance... <laughs> It was considering that's in a Clio. That was also in Lagunas and in the Spass. Yeah, well. it was widely used, wasn't it? However, yeah. the one in the Renault Sport one that was um, uh, tuned or modified by Mechachrome oh, to give it a performance bell. edge as well. Yeah, that rings a bell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Mechachrome as well at the time were when they working. Uh, this is a Formula One thing. They were because Renault officially pulled out of Formula One after the end of '97. But I think Mechachrome carried on. Uh, they took over the production of the Formula One engines. Okay, so that that's so. There's there there's a bit of there's a bit of motorsport connections there. Yeah. Yeah, very yeah. good yeah well i know i know it does have them yeah, yeah. but um yeah so that was her that was her, her second favorite car but until the puma it was it was still her most favorite car um i've never never driven one i'd love to have a go uh i've driven a couple actually um and um yeah they they were cracking um but according to the owner um the puma the puma edges it Okay, that's 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 okay. So, I mean, yeah. I'll I'll have to I'll I'll have to bow to the knowledge on that one. Yeah, well, indeed. So, so in third place, in third place uh, was our 2016 Fiesta ST3. Okay, so she puts that behind the Clio and the Puma, which might be surprising. That um, is quite surprising. Is there was there any explanation on why that was the case? Yeah. Yeah, she never. It, obviously, a car from a completely different era, a much more modern car. Mm. Um, and she found it a little bit too, a little bit too restricting. She found the sort of safety features and driver aids that were on it, um, the traction control and things were just a bit too. They were they were always kind of getting in the way. A little too invasive. Yes, good, good way of putting it. Yeah, she also found the steering too light. Um, oh, I hate board. that in modern cars. When yeah. particular, not so much. I mean, the Volvo that's got quite light steering, which is fine because you're just wafting along. Yeah, it's a completely different sort of car, though, isn't but, it? You can't compare it. Yeah, but but when you're driving something like a hot hatch like that, yes, I mean, yeah, but manufacturers have achieved it in certain instances where yeah, you're maneuvering have, yeah. around town and you've got light steering, but when you're on the open road and you've hit a corner at speed, it loads up nicely. Yeah, yeah. But it, it, you you didn't get that in that. 
No, not at all. It's no, always light. And yeah. it's interesting because the Fiesta ST3 particularly is lauded by those that purport to know um, as one of the best handling cars of all time. But she didn't find that at all. And she never really gelled with it. Well, um, I suppose... again, again, we bought that brand new. Um, so, you know, it wasn't knackered when we got it. Um, I suppose but... it's a difficult fine line between saying something handles really well and something that gives you a lot of feedback. That's yes. not the same thing. It's not the same thing. And she never felt that, um, she never felt very engaged with it. She never really gelled with the, with the Fiesta. Um, never, we never still, had any problems with it, but it's, yeah. But still um, a podium position. Uh, this is true. Still made it into the top three. And I think it's worthy of that. Okay. Um, because I, I, yeah, I really liked it. Um, I hated being a passenger in it, but I, did, I liked driving it. Okay, so I tell you what, I'm very interested in the remaining three because yeah. I, I don't. The three cars that you've listed are the only cars that I know of that she's owned. Oh, you don't know the other three? Okay. No, uh, very good. <laughs> yeah. Oh okay. no, maybe I do actually, and that was. I think you know one 40. of them. Yes. 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 I think you know on. one of them. Okay, so oh. in, coming in position four. In position four was her 1998 Citroen AX. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Base spec. Not a GT. Absolute bogo car. Proper bog standard. Yeah. 98 as well. That's right at the end of its run. It is. It's a really late one. Again, um, it was bought brand new, not by her. I think it was a 21st birthday present uh, from her parents, which is And they bought cool. her a French car. They did. They were quite into French cars. Her parents had two Citroen BXs. Okay. Who? I mean... They did it I mean, once, and then they did it again. I think we, we might have mentioned that before again. Mentioned that before. Oh, yeah. And then, and then the second BX was replaced with a Xantia. So they were, <gasps> they were right on it. Bloody, oh, Xantia. Yeah. That was a 98 as well. The two were bought together. The AX and the Xantia were bought as a pair from the same dealership. Oh. I know which one I'd have. What a two-car garage. Um, mm. one, <laughs> yeah, there, there might be a day when one of them might work. One of them might work, yes. They had them in the same colour, a dark metallic green, um, and they were they were a matched pair. And because they were from the same dealership and both brand new, I think they had sequential number plates as oh, well. Oh, one plate apart. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> what a thing. That's... Oh wow! Yeah, that's that. That stopped you in your tracks, hasn't it? But um, yeah, so but, Citroen, Citroen AX. But I've had a, I've I've been in a Citroen AX. Phil had one. Of course um, he did. He, of course well, he did. It was his first car, wasn't it? Oh, of course. Yes, I uh, forgot that. Yes. But I've subsequently heard that people do like them. People do say that they are a good sort of driver's car. You can yeah. chuck them. Yeah, that's what she liked about it. And I think, and this is a point actually that James May's made in the past, that because a car like that, you can find the limit on the road so easily with its tiny little engine and skinny little tires, mm. that actually it's more it's more fun than a 
£300,000 supercar where you're never going to find the limit on the road, or at least you shouldn't be trying to. Um, no. But a, a car like that, because you can get to the limit and have enormous fun going and buying a bottle of milk from Tesco's, um, actually, it's a much better value proposition. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You. Um, it, it never once passed an MOT without having some work done, <laughs> even, even its first one. It course, I mean... Yeah, obviously, yes. Um, that car uh, came to a, um, a premature end um, when it got driven into the back of a Range Rover. Um, oh my god, was... that would have annihilated it. It did. Yes. <laughs> oh so, dear. Yes. So that was a great shame. There was another one in this area that again had that was exactly the same and had again one digit different on the number plate that that we used to see around that i assume was from the same dealer and from the same batch of cars um and we we saw that uh, for years afterwards but it, it's gone now but um there was another one that lasted longer because <laughs> i'm assuming that was bought locally then it was from a, a local dealer a bit of a dealer yeah yes because we did well have we still got is oh. it Still got a Citroen dealer in Biddeford? Not in, not in Biddeford. No, no we got a Barnstable one, haven't we? It and was bought from. What was the name of the dealer? It came from. They were down, down by what's now Morrison's. Um, That's correct. Yeah. Yes. I can't remember from, the name of it. It's I can't been. remember the name. Uh, Elliot's. Oh yeah, of course. That was well it. Done, you, well yes. done, you. Nailed Just it. dredge that up from the from a filing cabinet in the back room yeah yeah that that's um, taking the place yes. of something important that is yeah it is isn't it that's right <laughs> something really critical has been shoved aside in order to retain you can that. remember the yeah. name of a debunked citron dealer in in north devon well done you yes there we go uh yes the the ax and the xantia both came from them brand new yeah um wow but again she liked it because uh, as you say, it was a it was a bit of a driver's car, and it was easy to find to find the limit in it. I mean, there were no safety features whatsoever. No, um, no, 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 no. In an accident, the crumple zone is your face. So that's fine. Yes, no, no bother. Um, yeah, but, but it's, you really liked it. It's that perfect thing of going small engine, but m- weight massively under a ton. Yes, oh, enormously, especially base spec. There's nothing yeah. on it. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, she yeah. really loved that that little thing. And, uh, you know, it was special. It was 21st birthday present and all that. But, yeah, uh, yeah, not not to be knocked, actually. Not to be knocked. And it replaced something that we'll come on to, but not the car in second place. Um, or wherever we're not second place, fourth, fifth place. Um while we're on the topic of Citroen AX, mm. did you did you know that there was an electric version? No, I don't think I did. Uh, it was made in very low numbers. Uh, uh, it must have been at that yeah. time. Yes, yeah. There, there was an uh, eleven kilowatt, fifteen horsepower uh, AX electric. Electric with a Q. Uh, wow! Yes, wow! I did not know that they were they were playing with that early, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was wow. They, they, they had a little dabble there. Well um, done, Citroen. 
Yeah, there you well go. done, Citroen. I thought you'd like that little nugget. Oh, very good. Well, I only mentioned the electric car gets us going, so that's, mm. that's very good. Excellent. Yeah, who's uh, this one go. was definitely not electric. <laughs> no, so there you go. There's a mid 90s rust bucket of a Citroen that's electric powered. Wow, I bet there aren't any of those left. <laughs> uh, no, I'd imagine they are slim pickings these days. Well, I, I would what. think. I'll do. I'll do a quick. I'll do a quick Google for you. Go on then. Go I'll on then. Very, very brief. Um, but I am not expecting much in the way of results. Uh, right, uh, no, I don't have high hopes. <laughs> no. Oh wow! Yeah, released in '93, produced all the way through to '96. Three hundred and seventy-four examples were built. Wow, that's quite a lot for what would basically been an experimental car. Yeah, that's it. It's got a, um, I mean, it looks fairly standard. It's got, wow, it had a range of 50 miles, apparently. Really? That's that's, that's, that's way the, more than I was expecting. That's almost better than a first generation Nissan Leaf oh. from yep. about 30 years later. Yeah, a that's range impressive. Of 50 miles and a top wow. speed of 91 kilometers an hour, so give or take 50-ish miles that's, an hour. That's impressive for this. I mean, nowhere to charge it, but that's impressive for the time. Uh, yeah, that really is. That is... Wow. Um, I'm, I'm impressed. Yep, so that uh, there was a nice touch as well because on the dash, on the left-hand side, they still had the, the, the speedometer, and on the right-hand side, rather than... On obviously not on all models of AX, uh, had a rev counter, but on this one it was energy. Energy, yeah, <laughs> very good. There you go. I'm I'm impressed. Well done, Citroen. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, go on then. That that's the one. That's that's what you need to buy next. Go and find one of those. Oh Jesus! Yes. Well, if she'd known there was an electric Citroen AX, I mean, the Puma wouldn't have got a look in, would it? Let's be honest. I tell you what, you're going to rush in later this evening. You tell her that. I am. Yeah, tell her there was an electric version of your yep. AX. Yes. Mm. It's going to blow everything apart again. She's going to be yeah. excited. Yeah. Um, well, true. actually, it, it wasn't. Oh, God. We're going to continue down the rabbit hole here. Um, it wasn't the only one, actually, because. I think, I think there was a Saxo version as well. Wow, they were really going for that. Yeah, I think I think they dabbled. Yeah, yeah, clearly. So, well, well done, Citroen. Yep, that's it. It's again in like as in the way you remember old dealerships. I've remembered clapped-out Citroens that are electric. Well done, you. That's good. absolute you see, nonsense. There, you you tuned in to. Top quality rubbish there. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Right, let's drag it back. And in position five. <laughs> in position number five was our 2005 Ford Focus Mark II. That was Z-Tech. the one I was thinking of. Yep. Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, Second can... worst. Honest, I mean, yeah, of, of, of Dawn's cars, yes, her second worst. But, I mean... An all right car, but no, I, no I like one's going to get excited about it. No, we've touched on this before, haven't we? It was such a disappointment after the Mark One, and I, ours ours was not the best example. 
Um, and it was a mistake purchase. We'd just had um, our little fella, mm-hmm. and we believed that rubbish that um, you needed a collection of massive cars to cope with children. Um, and I had the X type estate at the time. And we thought, well, clearly, you know, we need we need another big practical family car. So we went and bought a, a cheap Mark II Focus. See, um, you handled it very differently to how we handled it. What did you do? I didn't have a driving license that predated <laughs> ever so slightly. So that was that. And I think I always forget you you came late to driving. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and Kaylee had a convertible Volkswagen Beetle. Of course she did. Uh, the perfect family wagon. <laughs> yes. And no changes were made. <laughs> and that was it. You just got on with it. Well, it was like we managed to buy the biggest pushchair thing known to man. Mm. We got we got to the car and went, that's a very small opening for the boot. Yeah. And yet there was an angle where it worked. I can see you could have towed it behind, can you? But yeah, we just yeah, still lob all the shit in there. Where you go? I mean, the small person didn't take up a lot of room. They're very small. They are very small, particularly when they first arrive. Yeah, yes, that's true. Well, well done. Uh, But um, yes, so we bought Mark to focus that uh, did have a few issues. Uh, Mm. It kept it developed a, a cutting out issue where it would just die. And you had to just coast over to the side of the road and switch it all off and wait five minutes and then turn it back on again and it'd be fine. Um, and Fuel uh, we kept taking it back to the garage and they couldn't get to the bottom of it. It never got fixed. The boot leaked. It was just generally a bit crap. Um, we discovered in the service history because they'd left, uh, the previous owners had left the receipt in there uh, that it had had a, tank of the wrong fuel in it at one point oh, for Christ's um, sake. Uh, as in it was a, a petrol and it had been filled with diesel or the other way around i can't remember oh, now but, dear. Uh, and they'd left the the repair bill for that in the service history so that was um, nice so we knew that it perhaps had had some engine damage but we didn't know that until after we'd bought it, obviously. I mean, we did buy it quite cheap, but annoyingly, at the time, the dealer we bought that car from had a Mark I Focus gear on the forecourt for the same price. And I wanted to buy the Mark I, but um, this was Dawn's car, and she didn't like the look of the Mark I, and so we bought the Mark II, which was a few years newer. But, yeah, I think maybe had we bought the Mark I... I mean, who knows? We might even still have it. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. We didn't like the look of the Mark 1. No, she doesn't. She doesn't like the look of the Mark 1. Still. Yeah, still. Oh, dear. I know. We we might have a problem there. Um, um, Nevertheless, nevertheless, the Mark 2 focus was second worst. It was. I mean... I remember at the time because uh, it was a couple of years into uh, Top Gear in the new format and yes. Hammond test drove it. He did. Uh, before release. Mm. And he said, he said, what was telling? He said, is it was he parked it at the Parked side it on, of the a, road. on a high street, didn't he? And no yes, one noticed. No one even gave it a second look. 
Yeah. Whereas the first, the Mark, uh, Mark One focus, everyone mm. loved it. Yeah, it was a real wow moment, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, mm. it was something really different. But the Mark Two, I don't know why they did that. We, we've touched on this before, but mm. yeah, it's it was, it was such a disappointment. very conservative. Not to say it was a bad car. Um, no, just, I mean the one just the one we had might have been, but the generally, I it wasn't. Uh, you know, it wasn't a bad car. It's just incredibly dull. Yeah, a little, little tedious. Inside and out, it was yeah. just, yeah, just right. Plain, plain sponge cake. Oh, lovely. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> Go on then. Right, let's put us out of our misery. The yes. worst car out of the six. Worst car out of the six. A nineteen eighty two Renault Five Le Car. <laughs> yeah really really i'm <laughs> right okay <laughs> you're gonna need to take a moment on that one but i mean first of all i'm struggling with the name of the edition that she had yeah that's yeah it was written on the side as well because i always thought that that particular lucar was <laughs> Reserved for the American market. Uh, well, obviously not, because the Renault Five was never sold as the Five in America. It was always sold as Le Car. Yeah, but wasn't Le Car over here and in France a trim level? Entirely. Well, I mean, it obviously was because. She... Well, yeah. So... <laughs> I mean, either that or someone had got some stickers and banged them on. Uh, oh, I suppose that's possible. I had never considered that. Because, um, as far as I recall, they had uh, uh, the American ones had not only was it bad look art, they had stickers on the doors as well. Yes, hers did. I remember it because um, that was in the era when we were uh, dating the first time around. Long story, let's not get into that. Um, but, oh dear. Um, <laughs> it's complicated. Um, but um, yeah, hers definitely said Le Car on the doors and on the boot lid. I'm sure, it did. See, I'm stuck on that because I genuinely um, thought that was reserved. I'm going in. I'm going the, in for the American market. I'm going in. Here we go, Renault Five. Yeah, see, I'm just looking at it here, and it's not called Renault Five Le Car. It's Renault Le, Le Car. Car. Yeah, that's right. Um, let's see here. I love those original fives. And well, she had one and didn't get on with it at all. It was a three door in silver. Um, she found it to be uh, very underpowered, uh, unreliable. Uh, quite a lot of bits fell off it. It did have a habit, and I remember because I was in the car once when it did this. Uh, it had a habit when you were going around a corner, and obviously they did have a bit of a lean on. Um, yeah. The doors tended to fly open. <laughs> a safety feature, just in case you need to get out. Yeah, absolutely. It's the quick exit system. Going round a roundabout with the doors flapping um, <laughs> was quite an experience. <laughs> When obviously, when you say underpowered, they did came come with a range of engines. 
I I don't know uh, what hers had specifically. I mean, this is a long time ago. Because <laughs> at their lowest, they had I think it was kind of I think it was badged eight hundred TCs, but it was seven hundred and something. Okay, eight hundred, eight fifty thousand, eleven hundred, thirteen hundred, and then the fourteen hundred, and then the fourteen hundred turbo. Yes. Okay. I don't know what hers had. Um, I've, I, and I doubt she'll remember now either. Um, long time ago. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's only certain type of people that you know. Perhaps you and I, when we get a bit rain man about the cars we used to have, and we can call oh. the number plate and all that sort of okay. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, we're quite disturbing when it comes yeah. to that. So yeah, that's, that's not normal behaviour. <laughs> no, no, it isn't. <laughs> no. I'm no, looking it, up here, and I'm. It does appear like you may be correct that Le Car was never sold in the UK. No, um, in which case, so. it definitely had Le Car stickers on it. But as you say, I mean, this car wasn't bought new. This was a used purchase. This I'm assuming this car. was her first car. Yeah. Yes, yes, this is her first car. Yeah, that's right. Renault Five, oh. 1982 Renault Five, three door in silver. I like that. That what a uh, what a wonderful first car. Yeah, and she was also she um she was the first of, you know, our group of friends to have a car. I mean by by some years. Mm-hmm. Um uh yeah, it, it got it got heavily used that because as a group it was our only car. <laughs> so we went yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's it. The whoever passes first and that that's it. We all you all pile in, don't you? Absolutely. That's the thing. And it was it was some time before any of the rest of us um had a car. Um I believe the yeah. next I believe the next car in the fleet was a a very, very battered uh Austin Metro. Oh so, dear. Yeah. Uh with optional wing mirrors. Uh, they, yeah, because sometimes the sellotape would let go in the rain. Mm. So, you know, that, that was that was that, a problem. Yeah, that can happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah, right. It got a bit damp and they just disappear. Um oh, dear, but I just I tell you what really upsets me is that I mean uh like Dawn's first car, your first car, my first car, even though I didn't get around to having a driving uh license, we all had Ship boxes from the eighties, yes. Because um, mine, well, we've touched on it before. Mine, mine was a nineteen eighty eight Nissan Micra. Yeah, mine was a nineteen eighty seven Mark Four Escort. There you go. So yeah, yeah. we've all got we've got these eighties treats. But nowadays, it's just not going to work like that, is it? It's not no. going to be your ship box, is it? Well, there aren't really anymore, are there? They don't really exist anymore. Um, no, it, it, because cars are so much better built now. Um, um, I suppose the closest equivalent, and it's not even a shitbox, it's just tedious, would be some Korean nonsense. Yeah, absolutely it would, wouldn't it? Yeah. Which would be a perfectly functioning car, but of yeah. no interest. Of no interest, but cheap to insure, cheap to tax, which is two things you're clearly going to look at mm. um, at that age because you haven't got any money. So, yeah, it's got to be cheap to tax and insure. It's going to be reasonable on fuel um, and cheap for parts when they break. I mean, that's... Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Gone, are the, gone are the days of the loopholes that you and I would have had where uh, we go, 
oh, it's my dad's car and I'm on the insurance now. Yeah, you can't do that anymore. They, yeah, they're, wise, they're wise to that now, <laughs> yes. Mm. You remember, I, I've, I, it's one of my absolute favourite Top Gear episodes where they went uh, going by a car as a 17-year-old. Yes, I remember that. And we were calling up for insurance quotes. Jeremy's was fantastic. We're only going to let him drive to and from the shops. Very, very rare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. And didn't didn't James May get a quote and he said to them, so you're telling me I'm going to write the car off completely five times a year? <laughs> That was Jeremy again, I think. Was that Jeremy? As well? yeah. <laughs> it was just—it was so reminiscent of trying to deal with that carnage at the time. I know, I know. It wasn't good, was it? It wasn't good. And that um, was right. I think that was right at the cut-off point where they went. Actually, after that, it was not even an option to go on parents' insurance. No, we can't do that. I, we never did that. I must admit, but I know a lot of that went on. Um, uh, I had very little choice but to do that. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Well, I was a bit later. Although I'd learned to drive, I didn't have a car for a while, um, and I used to get the bus and back to to work. But I'm sorry after, to hear that. Yeah, it was horrible. But after working for a few years, a car became an option. So that's when I bought the. Oh, I think my my dad loaned me the money because I didn't have the lump sum. It was a thousand pounds. Um, to buy yeah, a yeah. Mark IV Escort, and then I paid him back over a period of months, and that was all fine. But, yeah, yeah, that, um, that's that's. But yeah, I that don't. Happens. I was on my own insurance. I wasn't on. I wasn't on his insurance. I was definitely on my own insurance on that. But that's impressive. Actually, I tell you what, did me a massive favor because because I obviously learnt for a while and then didn't, and there was a colossal gap. And when I actually passed my test. Uh, I immediately got a company car. Oh, and, nice. And I had that for about five years. So I was on their right. insurance. So as, oh, soon as, I, as soon as I left that job and took out my own insurance policy, no one cared then. No, because you were that little bit older. A little bit older, very, very wise. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. And the problems were, were gone. Yeah, that's it. A bit particularly annoys Kaylee because she's been driving significantly longer than me, actually. Right. But when I uh, when she was taking out her insurance policies on her most recent cars, being the Mini and the MG and that, mm. when she adds me to the policy, I reduce the amount. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> that winds her up a treat. That does. Beautiful. Interesting. With age and wisdom. Come oh, many rewards. You see. Oh yes, you see the insurance companies love you. Yes, <laughs> yes. which granddad? You you're in a safe pair of hands. Oh, they know you. You see, they've seen yeah. you. They've seen you work. Yeah, mm. there you go. It was interesting when Phil came to insure us on his Puma. Uh, to add me, it was an extra eleven pound fifty. To add Dawn, it was nothing. All right, so you're the reckless one this time. I apparently have the problem. Yes, yeah. but not very, not very much of one. No, no. <laughs> Only a little problem. One day of the year, he might be reckless. So £11.50, yes. please. £11.50, yes. Yeah. Dawn, no bother. No. No, it's going to make no difference. It's crazy, isn't it? Anything? It oh. is mad. But we're in that period now. We're in that age bracket. We will never get insurance cheaper 
than we do at the moment. It's from this point on, it's going to start going up again. That, that's it. We were, we were, <laughs> we've got another few it. years. We've got another few years, and then it's going to start going wrong again. But you're at the point now where you think about it. I know it. I know it's a. I know it's almost dirty to say it, um, and makes you feel old. But ensuring the puma, perhaps not this year, maybe in a few years to come, maybe put it on a classic policy. Yeah, I thought about that because we'll be able to. Because I think it is, uh, I think it would be classified as a classic. I mean, it's twenty years old now already. So mm. yeah, I think it, it will it will fit. Yeah, limited mileage classic policy, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. If you pop that on like a five on uh, five thousand mile limit yeah. per year yeah which is absolutely fine yeah that would be absolutely pence to ensure that yeah i think we're on to a, a winner mm. there and i think we do intend to keep this um because i don't think i mean we were talking that we could probably flip this now we could probably sell this get a couple of bits done on it and we could probably sell it for significantly more than we bought it for mm. but i don't really want to do that um no this one you couldn't get another one not like this a you can use it and treat it well um mm. but as a byproduct of that as it's going to be a nice little learner i think i think it probably will be i think the puma is going to become a classic because it was they didn't make i mean yes they made it was a mass-produced car but they only made it for five years that's correct it was it was mm. I mean, we're in terms of production. We're not talking millions here. No, we're not. Less than less than two hundred thousand, I think. I think less than one hundred and fifty, actually, as well. One hundred and thirty is a figure that rings a bell. That I'm sounds right. Yeah, that's 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 what I'm thinking. I because I'm look it up. I'm I mean, even up. at the time, they weren't. They were relatively common, but they weren't plentiful. One hundred and thirty-three thousand. There you go. In total, all made at Ford's uh, Cologne factory in Germany. That's so right. 133,000. Yeah. And of those, how many were the 1.7? I don't know. And then how many were the Thunder Edition? I don't know. Oh, the Thunder um, Edition, they're 2,000. 1,000 in each color. Is that right? I didn't know that. Oh, there you go. Because I'm only just recently, I'm only learning about Sorry, all that, this now. That so. is, again, that is in the nonsense pile. Where oh. I can restore something of use there. Fantastic. Yeah, but now it's yeah, but now it's been added to mine as well. <laughs> right, okay, there you go. So Very you good. Are, so we, we have one of a thousand. One of a thousand in Magnum Grey. How about that? Well, there, there go. we go. And they're rusting fast, so we can keep this one nice. Uh, um, yeah. We might yeah, be yeah, uh, you're we might be there. when I searched for Thunders earlier in the week, just to see um mm. i found five currently for sale in the uk that's crazy. Not, not including this one there was uh and i don't know if it still is because this was a while back when i was working uh in town mm. every morning someone was dailying a ford racing puma a racing puma yeah blimey the the, the, the purple jobbies yeah, yeah, I know yeah. the ones you mean. Yeah, the, yeah. the ones that never actually went racing. <laughs> one of them never actually went racing, but uh, one of and they were limited to five hundred of those. 
Wow. Someone was dailying one of those. Well, the lunatic. <laughs> yeah. So that would, I mean, when this, oh God, that would, I say in recent times, that would have been getting on for nearly 10 years ago. That's crazy. Yeah, don't, don't, but, don't think about that. <laughs> uh, but even then, they would have been worth big money. Yeah, they still, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and now they're commanding ludicrous money. But, <laughs> the race, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hmm. But, um, but no, you've chosen well. Thunder and that engine, those, because those 1.7s, like you, you touched on, they were um, Yamaha. Yamaha, co developed with Yamaha. That's, right. that's it. And uh, the racing ones actually were uh, additionally tuned by Tickford. Indeed, they were. I learned that recently. Yes. Mm. Indeed, um, Mr. Uh, J.M. on Cars recently reviewed a racing Puma, and he, okay. he touched on that. Yeah, yes, they they were quite a thing, but like you say, they they are most definitely uh, out of the budget. <laughs> they are, and yeah, the, when you see one, it's it's worth getting excited about. Um, yeah, but yeah, you very rarely do. No, and they are oh, such cool things. So, oh my goodness me! Yeah, you've chosen well. I'm very pleased with with this, the way that's worked out. Yeah, I think we've done okay there. So my vehicle is still to come, um, right? But I think we've got I think we've got the lady sorted. Okay. Yep. So and in the meantime, you can just borrow that. Uh, indeed. So yes, I'm I'm on the insurance. So no bother there. No, that's good. And so, yeah, all right. Well, well, next week then I'll 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 come and stick my face in it. Come and stick your face in it, and um, uh, you can give us your thoughts. Yes. Yeah. All right. We'll we'll come back to this then. Mm, very good. Well, I think uh, that's probably enough of that for this week. Uh, check us out on uh, all the various social medias and things. Uh, thank you very much for listening. <laughs>